52 Traders, episode 121. Candlestick pattern training is a freaking trap. I wholeheartedly believe that. Join Cam every week on the 52 Traders podcast or at 52traders.com to learn how to trade like the pros. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is not investment, trading, or financial advice of any kind. What's up, traders? Welcome to another installment of 52 Traders. This is your host, Cam Hawkins, and today I'm going to give you an update on my trading. So what we're going to cover off is where I got to after my last update, where I started back testing, and things seem to be going on track. Where I am now, um, how did that last month go? I've given you some little hints. I've dropped a few teasers in the previous episodes to let you know maybe where I'm headed, but I haven't really got into the detail, and today I'm going to get into the detail, not just about the actual results, but also where I'm sort of at, oh, sorry, how I got to the results, yeah, how I got to those results, and uh, and give you a feel for, I suppose, a real insight that's come out of this, which sort of comes in two forms, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that later on in the show. Um, we'll also get Andre on here, who's my mentor, my trading mentor, who's been absolutely fantastic over the past few months, and um, it's been a blessing to find him and to learn from him and to be able to ask silly little questions that sound really stupid, but really do help me get to the next level. And one of the questions I asked him just recently this week was, you know, did it just happen for you in one fell swoop? Okay, did it just happen for you? Like, one day you're not good, the next day you're good. Um, one day you can't make money, the next day you can. I asked him the question because I sort of feel like I get so close, and then all of a sudden I'm back to square one again. And it's like, well, how could I be so close yet end up back at square one again? What is it I'm doing wrong? Is it that I'm so close, but I'm like, there's a little hurdle that I just need to get over and, and I can finally get there? I don't know, but I asked him that question, and uh, what he said to me was, and I think this will help anyone else out there who is trading and struggling to make money doing this, is he basically said it happened in one day. One day he was not making money, the next day he was, and it was almost like a switch had been turned on in his head, a light bulb had been turned on, and things just changed, okay? And so... That gave me hope. That gave me a lot of hope in terms of, okay, so if I carry on and just do the right things, then I should get to the point where I can, you know, one day it just clicks. It just clicks. And I feel at points, I feel it is very close. And this is what I want to talk to you about today. Like, So this past month and a half has been absolutely crazy with regard to my trading. I have I've I've been at points, and I'll tell you, I started off, okay, let's actually, let's rewind the track a bit here, and start off with, um, so last time I, last time we spoke, I was talking about backtesting, and how I was getting into backtesting, and I'd finally sort of broken the back of that, uh, broken the back of that, and decided that this was the thing I needed to do to get better at the markets. My view of the markets has changed completely, okay, absolutely completely since I've started doing this because I'm looking at the charts more often. I'm going through more data very at a rapid rate. Okay, so my um, part of the back testing has sort of been com- uh, what is it combined with new knowledge coming in. So I'm getting new knowledge from Andre. So this guy is out there learning a whole bunch of stuff from a whole bunch of other expert traders and bringing it to the floor and bringing it to this group of uh, of people that have joined up to his mentoring and making that available for them as well. So this additional information is helping me with with entries, helping with exits, helping me formulate a strategy. On the on the plus that's on the plus side. On the negative side, it does mean I'm having to compute a lot more uh, there's a lot more knowledge coming at me at, at a rapid rate. So for me to be able to successfully take that knowledge and apply it in a short period of time is difficult, okay? It's difficult because it's like that old analogy of, well, not analogy, it's like um, an analogy like this. So, I'm that, you know, somebody's teaching me how to play golf, and actually I did get taught how to play golf at one stage. And I think I mentioned, I definitely mentioned golf in my last update. Somebody taught me how to play golf at some stage 
uh, back when I was really into it. Now I'm not so much into it. I'll, I'll play now and again, and you know I do okay. But um, they taught me how to do it. So I did some lessons, and the worst thing they did was they gave me about 20 things to remember when I go to hit a golf ball. Okay, so you can't remember 20 things in the space of a milliseconds whilst your swing is happening. Okay, so a sub-second swing, you can't remember 20 things and make sure they all happen in your body at the same time. It's just not it's just not possible, okay? It's not feasible, it's not possible. But I tried to do that, and I might remember sort of six, or I might remember three, I might remember five or seven if I'm you know having a great day. Um, but it was very hard to remember all that stuff. So you need to ingrain it in your brain, and it needs to become a, a, you know, a pattern. And, and maybe what I found was when I started to remember one thing, and actually it wasn't the, the thing that the person told me, but it was the thing that felt right for me in my swing, things started going well, okay? So I knew that if I just fall back to this one thing, I can actually hit the ball quite well. And it occurred to me after playing a round of 18, and I was on the, oh, I think, oh, that's right, I was on a course that's like a, a, a sort of, you know, international quality course, well above sort of my my pay grade and um, or skill set, um, playing with a couple of guys who were lifetime members and, you know, they were playing off the, the difficult tees, so they were hitting it further and longer than, than me and this other bloke that I was with. Now, this whole round, I I could not, for the life of me, get it, get any sort of connection on the ball. I just looked like a Muppet. And it wasn't until the 17th hole I'd lost all my balls and these pro guys were giving me the actual balls they were using <laughs> to hit with, which was embarrassing in itself. And I finally remembered that one thing. And as soon as I remembered it, I started hitting the ball well. And these guys were like, "What? what's happened, mate? And I'm like, I remembered the one thing. I remembered the one thing. And uh, they're like, okay, <laughs> They didn't really care. I'd lost so many balls and so many of their balls, they didn't really care. But I remember that one thing, and remembering that one thing, and the fact that it was only one thing I had to remember and had to do made it so much easier than remembering 20 things, which I suppose is the moral of the story here. So I have learned an awful lot in the last month and a bit since my last update, and it's been great. And there's a whole bunch of information floating around, and I'm yet to really spend the time to apply it. So I have started to I started to apply some of it. Okay, I started to apply some of it, and what I did was I bypassed steps in the process. Okay, and the word process here is critical and key. Okay, so I started to bypass steps in the process. So by bypassing these steps, I basically shot myself in the foot. And I'll tell you what the steps were. So step one was. Uh, instead of doing back testing, I decided just to look at the charts and go back historically and start drawing up where my entries would have been successful using these new techniques. Okay, and to my astonishment, to my astonishment, I was blown away by how accurate what I discovered was. And this wasn't something that Andre had taught me directly, but it was stuff that he had, I suppose, imparted on me and. I had taken that knowledge and turned it into my own thing. And I thought I'd cracked it. I was I was literally so excited. I couldn't even sleep. I was like, oh my word, this is going to go gangbusters. Absolute gangbusters. So I uh, I was showing a few people. Actually, I, showed, I even showed uh, Jason uh, Baker, who I had dinner with a few weeks ago. He was the next guest on the show. Um, the first guest I've ever had dinner with. I showed him as well, and he was sort of looking at me a bit sort of like puzzled, like, okay, I, I, I see it, um, but I don't really get it. Um, and I'm like, okay, maybe that's, that's odd. He doesn't really get it, so maybe maybe there's something not quite, something that I'm not getting. And I thought, okay, right, I've, I've worked it out. I'm going to put some money in an account, and I'm going to give this a whirl. So I chucked some money in an account, and I was so eager to go ahead and actually place these trades that I decided to do three things that I shouldn't be doing all right one is trying to trade on something I hadn't tested right so I was trying to trade on the Aussie yen pair because that was the one that was moving it was it was in the uh, Australian Tokyo session and uh, and I thought okay the setups here I haven't back tested on this pair but the setups here, I can see the setup, and I've drawn the setup a few other times on, um, oh, sorry, 
I'll, I'll go back to this in a second. I could see the setup here, so I was like, right, I'm going to take the trade. Now, took the trade, and it went against me. <laughs> I thought, okay, I've seen that before, and I know what to do next. I'll take another trade in the same direction, and this one will go, go with me. Took the trade, went against me. Okay, on the rare occasion, three times this might happen. Took the trade, went against me. Three losses in a row. I'm starting to get a bit desperate now. And uh, and then I thought, okay, let's just stop. Let's stop because it's not going well. Stopped, went away, came back later on that day and actually sat down and placed another trade in the time I was supposed to be trading. So the market time that I was supposed to be trading or that I said I should be trading, which was the Lond outside the London Open. And on a pair that I had traded in the back test, well not traded, but I had actually drawn up in charts in the back test, so I was more confident with this pair, okay? So that trade was a winner, and I sort of got myself back to break even by the end of that, all right? So I felt pretty good. I felt I was doing pretty well. And sorry, as I mentioned before, I had done a demo trade on this. We're using this method to start off with before I did the live trade. And surprisingly, it was accurate to the pip. It was so accurate, and I was so excited. It was like, this is just crazy. I can't believe I've just worked this out. Um, and so, 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 what I what I realized after I started losing these trades is I sort of went back and thought, okay, well, hang on a sec. How have I lost these trades? Analyzed them, which is obviously a good thing to do. Analyzed why I'd lost them, and then I sort of saw that there was a little flaw in my setup okay a flaw that i would have picked up had i been doing the back testing but i hadn't done the back testing i'd just gone back in the charts and drawn up where the entries would have been based on what looked good but what i wasn't taking into account was the detail okay the detail of something that looks like it's gonna break but doesn't break and is only just a wick Okay, if you know what a wick is, like if you're looking at a candlestick, it's the bottom or the top part where um, price made a high and, and an open and a price made a close and a low. Um, it's those sort of upper and lower Japanese candlestick wicks. It looked like it was going to break. And that's the what I was trying to get was the break, but it didn't break. So I ended up getting the wick. And I was in at a price which wasn't well i was in at a, at a point which wasn't the break and the price would go back against me again and higher and higher or higher or lower against me and i would be struggling um and you know have to exit the trade and not happy not happy so emotion sort of creeping in there as well so anyway long story short where did, oh, it's not a long story short it's a long story long but where did i get to after this and there's one other big major point in here that or finding here that i, I want to share with you guys so where did I get to after this? Well, so I went back to the drawing board. A sort of, you know, it, it is that emotional thing as well. I, I thought, okay, I need to go and I need to go and back test this, but I didn't get around to back testing it. I got more information <laughs> about something that looked even better, and I, this was uh, once again um, through the through the community. And I was like, right, I think I need to have another crack at this. But with this, with this, with this more detailed uh, approach to what I was doing, so it was, a, it was something that enhanced the current approach that I took. And uh, I thought, okay, here we go. I, th I think this is it. I actually think this is it. Once again, excited. Not quite as excited as I was the first time around, but I still was excited. And uh, and I tell you what, I I went in there. First trade was on a live account, which once again sort of goes to show that I didn't follow the process of backtesting and then being successful at that, then going live, which is what I've been told to do and which is what I'm not doing, which I understand is a problem, okay? It's a problem I need to fix. And the only way I can fix that is with proper backtesting, okay? So, so basically, I went live. I did, yeah, did do what I did before, which is I did go back in the charts and draw up and, you know, see the opportunities and go, okay, yep, that would have been successful. Let's take that. I would have taken the trade here. I would have exited here. I would have exited here. Now, I did that, felt confident, went live, started drawing things up. But once again, because I hadn't done the damn back testing, I didn't know about the little fake outs, the little wicks, the little things that get you tricked out, get you sort of... Um, What's the word? They just, they look like it's your setup, but it's not really your setup. 
and I've heard this on plenty of shows before. Like, um, I think Derek Vanderlinder, he's he's mentioned it on on uh, Trading Mentals Match Off of these setups that look like the setup, but they're actually not the setup. Okay, so it's understanding when something's right or when it's wrong, or working your system or or <clears throat> strategy around it so that that's no longer a setup. Okay, so you have got other rules that make it the setup. So. Because the first trade went against me and I lost this new second setup, I decided that, okay, let me try something different on the live chart and something different and something different based on some of the other things that I knew. And all of a sudden, my back testing is now happening on the live site. I'm just getting frustrated. I'm losing trades, losing trades, losing trades. And where do I end up? I end up basically back where I started, which is in another account, almost, almost, what's say almost, severely depleted, severely depleted, and at points really frustrated with myself, frustrated that there's something I'm missing, I know all this stuff, there's a couple of things that I'm missing, and I think I know what they are, um, and then the solution to fixing them okay and the solution is what I, this is the other thing I wanted to talk to you about today the solution of fixing these issues right so it did actually come about in the episode with uh, Russ Roush that was just aired last week now this episode he did talk about one thing which I mean you can sort of distill it down into one nice simple way to look at it okay but I do recommend listening to that episode in full because he goes into it in detail and talks about how you actually achieve this and, and all the other parts of the puzzle that go with it. So the whole crux of it was focus on the process and not on the outcome, right? Sounds pretty simple. Focus on the process but not the outcome. Now, you, if you go back and listen to this, you would have heard me say the word process about three or four times. That's because the process is the key, not what you're trying to achieve from it. Okay, so the process of going through your back testing, the process of going through the results of your back testing, the process of um, making sure that you you have a trading plan that you're adhering to. The pro- everything is process driven, right? Everything's process driven, not outcome driven. Get the processes right, and the outcomes will come to fruition for you naturally. Okay, so that is something that. I seem to be struggling with. I seem to be struggling with it, and uh, and part of the reason is a word that's another word that starts with P, and it's patience. And I've talked about this in other shows. Uh, it does seem to be a massive thing with trading, a massive, massive thing. Patience, patience, patience. Now the question is, other than feeling an extreme amount of pain by being impatient and finally getting to the point of I'm just sick of it. I'm just sick of this, which. I think I'm pretty much at anyway. I think I'm pretty much at. I'm now happy to watch the price run away from me. I'm now happy to watch trades that I would have taken not be taken. I'm now very happy with all these things that previously made me impatient. I realize that, you know, as I'm recording this, actually, it's a Sunday, but if had I been recording this in the middle of the week, the market would have been active. The cryptocurrency markets are active anyway, but, I mean, the market would have been active People would have been buying and selling. Price would have been moving. I'm not there. It's still going on. What? What's? You know, what's? Where's the impatience? Where? Why should I be? In, why should I be impatient when the market's already going on without me? Okay. So it's a big thing that I need to overcome, um, and I think I'm getting there very closely, very closely there. Uh, and then on top of that, the process again. So going back on the process. And look, you know, I'm I'm heading off on holiday. Uh, when this goes live, I'll probably be on holiday. Or I'm going to push it live just before I go. Uh, so during that holiday, there will be downtime. Look, I'm going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to have spend some time with friends, family. Um, it's going to be great. But there will be downtime. There will be times in the evening that everyone's just chilling out, doing whatever. Uh, and there will be times when I'm you know traveling or, or whatever. So. During that time, I'm going to try and sort my process out. I'm obviously not going to look at any live charts, um, maybe demo, uh, but I'm going to try and sort the process out. I'm going to finalize the approach that I'm going to take and come into the new year with re- renewed uh, vigor and a process-driven approach. And I'm sort of telling myself this to you guys because this is essentially 
what I want to happen. Okay, I want it to be a process-driven approach. I want to get to the point where I've just got rid of those psychological um, hurdles that obviously are holding me back. Now, 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 what else is going on here? Look, well, I'm now pretty much, well, almost, almost, almost full-time doing this stuff now. So my job ended in January, in December. I'm now effectively unemployed other than, you know, doing this podcast and uh, you know, automating my trading through automatemytrading.com. So helping the guys out there build their, build trading robots, learning how to trade myself, getting to the point where I can actually make some real um, income here that will help you know, sustain the family. And uh, yeah, I, I say I'm almost out. I've got a three-week little gig that I've got that I'm, I'm going to do when I get back from my holiday, but there's a couple of weeks before that. And then after that, really, it's a good chance for me to make this stuff happen. The other thing, I've set myself a goal, which is ridiculous, ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. But, however, I've set myself this goal. And the goal is to make $100,000 before I go back to work on the 23rd of January. Okay, so this is the three-week gig I'm talking to you about. The goal is to try and make $100,000 before I get back there. Because at that point, I can actually go, you know what? I'm not going to do the three-week gig. I'm going to carry on doing this stuff. Okay? So, guys, wish me luck. Wish me luck. I won't actually... I'll be... Oh, will, will I be back on here? Yeah, we'll be back on here before the 23rd. Uh, we've got a couple of great interviews coming up in the new year that I hope you'll enjoy. Now, I'm going to try and get... I haven't done it yet. I'm going to try and get Andre on here as well. So we're going to have a piece of this show where I'm going to have a chat to Andre about my current situation and see if he concurs with some of these, uh, some of these, I suppose, uh, um, theories that I've come up with on my own and see if he's got any words of wisdom as to how, you know, how he can help me. And look, I have asked him this before, but, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's, I suppose one of the other things that you know you really need to do is in this industry is be humble. Be humble that you know there's guys like Andre, there's other guys, all the other guys I've had on the show that are making money here and telling you what to do, know what to do, and they know what they know what works and what doesn't work. So the key is to listen to them and actually take that on board and know that even if it hurts, it hurts that you're you don't want to do this for whatever reason or you're feeling like you're feeling you're resisting something for whatever reason you've got to just succumb and accept it so if andre's telling me to do something i need to do it like you told me to do something the other day and i i i was reluctant to do it i've got to say i was reluctant to do it because i felt like a step back and i felt like oh this is going to take the process even longer and his his advice to me was go back to the 4 hour chart and start trading the four-hour chart, and you're backtesting. And I hadn't been on the four-hour chart. I'd actually sort of been going up to the hour chart and sort of leaving it there because we do multi-time frame analysis. He said, go to the four-hour chart and uh, and start your backtesting there. You sort of need to go back to the ground, the basics again, and get the basics right, and then you can come forward from there. So I was like, okay, yeah, 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 that sounds good. But ultimately, I was sort of feeling like I don't want to go up to the four-hour chart. I don't want to. Because it's going to be a, a, a step backwards, isn't it? Um, but I did. I went back there and I sort of keep going back there, but I keep having to force myself to go back there. So lesson for you guys out there is be humble. Let your mentor, whoever it is, take their advice. Let them tell you something that's going to be going to help you. Take their advice and just see what happens. Okay, You've got to see what happens, right? Take the advice, see what happens. Don't think you know better before uh before they um before you disregard what they've told you okay so guys thank you for listening to this episode now i don't think i've got any life hacks to share with you this week uh i've just had a wee think i just paused it and had a wee think i'm going to give you this one all right so this is i suppose it is a life hack because it's it's something i do regularly now and something i haven't mentioned on the show before so what it is, it's it's a sort of cheat way to get fit and stay, I suppose, a bit more healthy than you currently are. Okay, it's a cheat way. 
and I say it's a cheat's way because I mean I, I had a gym membership. I didn't. I hate the gym. I really don't like the gym. Okay, I just it doesn't gel with me very well. I just don't like going to it and the machines and I don't know. I I prefer to go. I don't mind the classes. I don't mind going to a class, but going to the extra gym and sort of you know pushing weights or on a treadmill or whatever. I prefer to be in the outdoors and, and doing stuff with nature and you know um, going for a run, that sort of thing. So. I had a gym membership for about a year after doing about a year and a half of CrossFit, which was part of my uh, part of something I had to do where I worked. Basically, my my boss loved doing it and wanted me to go do CrossFit, so I was doing CrossFit for about a year and a half. And look, it was it was good. You know, points it was fun and painful and, and all that sort of stuff. And I did get very very good core strength. I can't say I lost a lot of weight. I, I suppose I did build a bit of muscle, which was good. Um, and I was very fit when it came to uh, very short bursts. I could recover really quickly. The longer stuff wasn't so great, but yeah, the short burst was great. So anyway, long story short, I did learn a whole bunch of sort of body weight exercises there. And when I quit my gym membership, I'm like, right, I've still got to do something to try and, you know, keep my keep my core strength, keep my, um, you know, whatever muscle I've got just to keep it sort of there and possibly, I don't know, it may may grow a bit, I don't know. But anyway, it seems to be working. So this is the trick. Three little exercises, three exercises that I do whenever I have got a chance. Okay, literally, you can drop down and do them straight away. So you don't necessarily need to prepare for it. It's, you know, you're sitting on the couch watching TV. You want to do something which is, <clears throat> you realize that you haven't done anything all day. You want to get a better sleep. You want to um, burn off the, you know, ice cream or whatever you had after dinner. You want to just feel a bit, you know, a bit more relaxed as you're sitting down on the couch to watch the rest of the movie. Whatever it is. Okay, here's what you do. So there's three exercises that I've come up with. So first one is a proper CrossFit push-up. <clears throat> Sorry. And when I say proper, I mean what you do there is you've got to put your arms, instead of like putting them out wide, you put your hands under your shoulders pretty much, or just sort of in line with your shoulders, and you go all the way down to the ground on with your stomach, okay, so your stomach needs to touch the ground, and then you push yourself up, essentially mainly with your triceps, so, um, and your biceps, and your shoulders, not so much with your chest muscles, okay, so you push yourself up, now, those people who are struggling and have not done this before, I recommend just getting on the ground and starting from the ground and see if you can push yourself up off the ground. Okay, so if you can do that, that's one. Now, I I can sort of get up to, at points, I can get up to like, you know, 20, 20, over 20, 27, 20, 30 or something. Um, but usually a 10 will do me. 10 will do me and I'll be happy and I'll start to like either just you know, pike out or, or whatever. I, I just... I, I get to the point where I'm like, okay, 10's, 10's enough, that'll do. Um, because I've got these other exercises that I do as well. So the second one, and they all sort of combine into each other. The second one is like an inverted sit-up, all right? So imagine this. So you've done your press-up. You're there with a, uh, you're there with your sort of, you know, you're on all fours, uh, with your toes and your, your hands in a plank position. Now what you're going to do is essentially a downward dog, but you're going to pull yourself up from your midriff okay so you're going to use your stomach muscles to pull yourself up and you do about i don't know 10 of those or however many you can do and you try and do it with the intention that you're actually pulling your body up from your midriff okay so from your sort of buttocks are going up in the air and you're pulling yourself up off the ground so you go into a downward dog pose which is a yoga pose so if you want to check that out just go on the internet and you'll see what a downward dog looks like and then finally the last thing so you do a few of those and then that's going to get your core not just the core but also because you're doing a plank to a downward dog and you're doing it fairly rapidly um, it's going to get the core and the stomach going as well and then thirdly is shoulder, a shoulder press. Now this is a CrossFit move where you basically make, I suppose you take your downward dog and you put your legs out wide. So they're sort of like more of a star, a star formation. You put your hands out wide again. So it's more of a proper, you know, normal traditional push-up formation. So you're almost like a sort of star, but on the ground um, with your bum up in the air. And then you do like a, 
a shoulder press, okay? So you're moving, you're doing like a press up in that sort of inverted pose. Hopefully you guys can picture this. I'll see if I can get some pictures up on the uh, on the blog post. Now, yeah, this is, uh, you do this, and this is like a shoulder press. So this is like sort of working out your shoulders, and um, it also gives, you know, you've got to work out your whole body doing this because it's essentially, you know, you're in this position where your legs need to be sturdy and, and your, your core needs to be tightish. So these seem to be working, guys. This is this is it, the three exercises, and it takes sort of, in about a minute, you can whip through all three of them, even less time, okay, and build up to it, so start off slow with one, and then once you sort of get it, actually, maybe I'll do a video, maybe that will work, once you get it, you can um, you can build up from there, so maybe I'll do a video and put it up on the site, I'll look a bit stupid, but hey, it's no worse than what I've done part in, the, in the past, so, <laughs> alright guys, um, like, I'm going to try and get on a call with Andre, and uh, and give you guys a little insight into into his world, in our world or my world with him. But I hope you enjoyed this update, and I wish everyone a merry Christmas. It's been a fantastic year, absolutely fantastic year. So um, I've learned a lot. I hope you guys have learned a lot here on the show. If you are new to the show, then you can grab the first fifty-two episodes for free. Just jump on the website, 52traders.com. You can get access to that. If you want to grab all of the episodes, then you can just jump on to 52traders.com forward slash pro and get access to that for $4.97. Give it a try. See what the episodes are all like after the first 52. And trust me, they're fantastic. They actually get better and better. Uh, and, uh, And look, if you're into wanting something to do over the silly season, then how about you try Trading Mentors Match Off as a bit of entertainment while you're running, um, enjoying time, doing whatever, it's background noise to keep you company um, whilst you're doing things. If you have to work, then yeah, maybe it'll keep you company at work. So guys, that's um, me for 2017. I'll see you all back here in 2018. In actual fact, I've pre-recorded the next couple of episodes so because I'm on holiday, so you will hear those um, recorded prior to me recording this. So guys, um, enjoy your Christmas, New Year, holiday season, festive season, whatever you call it, in whatever part of the world you are, uh, signing off for this year. It's Cam Hawkins, but let's get on with the next part of the show with Andre. Before we get started, just to let you know, you're going to hear the audio version, so the full video version is going to be up on the website, just jump on there, it's episode 121, search that in the search box, and you'll get access to uh, the video version for pro members, okay, so if you do want to become a pro member, it's only $4.97, you'll get access to the full video footage of this uh, wee session, the audio may not make a lot of sense, I'll have a look, have a listen anyway, see what you can get out of it, alright guys, until next time, bye. Okay, so here we are guys, as I mentioned, we've got Andre on the show here to help sort of shed some light on some of the stuff that I've been doing um, with regard to the trades that I've taken the last few weeks. So, Andre, thanks for coming on again. How's it going over there in the preparation to Christmas? It is windy as all outdoors out here. <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah, super windy. Sounds like, uh, sounds like where I live. Uh, we're very windy down here. It's actually been pretty good. Pretty good uh, start to the Christmas because it's all summertime down here for us. So we went for a swim mm. in the sea last night, which was great. Um, oh, nice. Just just down the road. So, all right, today we're gonna we're gonna sort of whip through some of the trades that I've been going through here um, in the past. Well, it's probably only been like two weeks, and then talk a little bit about like the psychological aspects of things that might be holding me back a bit. Okay, so Andre, to start off with. Um, Here's this first trade here. So this was a AUDJPY one here. And Show I've got, your screen. Oh, sorry, you can't see my screen either. No, so uh, share my screen. Okay, Perfect. tell me when you can see it. Here we go. Okay, so this is the this is the trade here, and I'll just mark it out with a trend line. Okay, so entered there, exited there, and you can see my stop was was here, and the take profit was down there. Let's just mark mm-hmm. those out for people that are looking at a smaller version. Oops, yeah, take profit. Um, 
Now, that's on the five-minute time frame, and I think my entry would have been, if I just zoom out a bit, Yeah, so my entry was looking for a break here. I was looking for a break here. And I was expecting it to go lower to this level here. Well, sort of, I thought it would go there, but I thought I'll get out early and it'll hit that support there, so I'll get out about there. So that's okay. that's 22 pips. And also it was in a in this sort of zone here. So it had broken up just above it and then come back into it. <clears throat> and I thought, here we go. Bob's your uncle. This thing's going to go for the ground. Um, what are your thoughts? Do you want to? You can grab a mouse if you want. AJ, so you're on AJ. Okay. Yeah. First thing is, <clears throat> you, I'm actually going to grab the mouse. And bear in mind, I'm not showing. I'm only recording. And I'm just actually before you grab it, I'm only recording from about here to about here. So whatever you do, just make sure it's in this area Easy so that people can see. Easy enough. Okay, prove that. Okay, can you can you see the mouse? I can see the mouse. Yep. Easy enough. So your entry here, target somewhere around here. Are you okay. moving the mouse now because it's not moving? <laughs> well, then we'll just use the uh, what do you call this? Thing? Oh, I don't know. Let's move now. Here we go. Yeah, got it. All right, perfect. Yeah. Yep. So entry here, expectation here. Okay. So counter trending. And expecting a bigger move is the theme of this, All right? Um, what I see is when the mar- is this. So we're clearly in an uptrend, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Market has already retested this level, and it's showing no signs of of, of slowing down, right? So you were you were attempting to short. Right yep. now, when you get bases like this, and then you get a pop up, that means liquidity. Not every time, but a lot of the time, it means liquidity, right at this level here. And so, what what does that mean for your trade? That means for your trade, because th- think of it this way: they tried to push lower, tried to push lower. You're absorbed. You're absorbed. Tried to push lower. Okay, cool. Now, I don't know if anyone's seen the webinar on the dealing ranges, but remember how price gets thinner. Thinner. That's, a, that's probably a bad word. The move is weaker the higher it runs. Then it comes in, typically fills in the gap, right right at our base here. And then we see some continue. We see continuation to the upside, right? Now, two things. Support and resistance, right? We got our 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 our, our base is kind of this whole area here. We yeah. stop here, and then we clear the highs, right? So effectively, what is this? This is what I personally believe, and this is just theories. The market's testing this to see what it's going to need to break it. And again, emotional trading right here. These two candlesticks right here. One, two. Emotional trading. Oh, my God, we're reversing. Oh, my God, we're reversing. Not really. Oh, shoot. There we go. Essentially, what is this? This is a short-term liquidity void. Fills it up, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Price keeps going. And the same theme is occurring over and over and over and over. Right? Most local price action. Price extends above a high, comes back, fills in the gap. We got sort of a base here, and then we just continue upward. Now, what could you have done differently? It's something you already know. Oh, well, let's just get rid of that line. Let's work on the inside of price. There you go. Right, so that would have been your buy trade at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll give you the screen back and let's go over. Hang on, yeah, let's just move that to the move that to the um, center here for the guy. So, yeah, what Andre's saying here is that uh, this here would have been my entry. Yeah, 
So mm-hmm. we've got this line. Actually, how do you get that line here so that you know that that's You're just the... looking for confluence, right? Oh, so you and... just stopped on that one there and gone, okay, well, the entry is, let's, you know, if we break above that again, you're probably in about there. Yeah. yeah. And again, we can do it on some more, some more, more, more local price action, but I think you would have got a, uh, you wouldn't have got as good of an entry if we did something more local, but we're just looking for confluence and, and, and how supply and demand is dynamically injected into the market. And when you work on the inside of price, other than the outside, you get that quicker than you do a traditional trend line. Okay. And from, so I suppose from my point of view, or from a point of view of like looking at this from a, why I didn't get to this point, what do you think? I mean, I, th- I can sort of clearly see what, what it was. It was my, mm-hmm. the rules of entry were, were very simplistic. And I think, if I remember rightly, the rules I had to enter were, yeah, still working on the inside of price, but I think I had, when price would break here, we've got to move to the downside. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was my, that's what I'd been back testing. That's what I'd been talking about um, to the guys in the show earlier. So it breaks here, and this was my first sort of setup, and I could see these all over the place, and they would break down. But where my floor was in this approach was the fact that I could have actually, it could have been um, that this was my entry line here mm-hmm. connecting different points instead of those right. original points. And my entry was here. And that's the entry mm-hmm. I was looking at in the back testing because I wasn't back testing it properly. And there is you know, it's a phenomenal entry based on very little other than luck. <laughs> So, no, or, or a lot of it, losses it, in the in the it, meantime. No luck. It's that's a level of clear demand. You look at the look at the look at the candlestick. Um, it's I'm sorry, supply or a, a level where selling is coming into the market. Yeah, it's it's clear. There's no luck. This stuff adds. You know, look at the look at the uh, trend line you drew. Look how it can look how it just kind of con- convened with the one I drew. Right. Yeah. Yep. No coincidence. Yep. Right. And then if even if we extend the one that I had out. We'll probably still see a good. I don't want to say reversal point because look, we're we're still just looking at a five minute chart, yeah. right? Um, you get a phenomenal point to go against the grain, keep a tight stop, and laugh all the way to the bank, for lack of better words. <laughs> okay, so that was that was one that I got wrong. Let's have a look at one that I got right. Uh, so here it goes. I'll zoom in a bit. I'm draw a trend line for the trade. And I might actually make it a different color because beautiful. Just so that the guys can see it who are watching the video. We'll make it red for loss, more deep pink. Oh. All right. Um, yeah. So that was. This is Euro US dollar five minutes, and that was a sell trade. Take profit was there. Let's just draw those Use the there. cross. Yeah, there we go. Okay, because I say we can't see. I can't see your mouse on the screen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Do you want to take the take control? Yeah, let's go for it. Uh, 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 cool beans. I think it's a beautiful entry. Beautiful take profit, right? Because you have actually. Sorry, it was a profitable one. Sorry, it was a. Yeah, that's beautiful. Hang on, hang on. How was it profitable? If I, it was a sell trade, wasn't it? Yeah, mark them down off your off your off your line. Oh no 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 no! Hang on, let's have a look. Is that the right trade? I started there and went up. <laughs> that was that's got to be a buy trade. Hang on, let me just drag that on the chart again. Oh, sorry. Is that the right one? I think I had a couple. I've got a couple of trades on here. That's why. Let me just work it out. So that's at 10, 10.26. Sell trade. That was the profitable one here. Sorry. This was it here. So that was my take profit point. Oh, which, dang. Which I exited nice. early. Um, stop loss. I don't think I actually had a stop loss for this one. Did I have a stop loss? I think I moved my stop. Anyway, so this was... That was my trade here. And let's just draw that in for the guys that can't really see it. 
that was that, and that was a good ten pips. Okay, easy enough. I think that was a solid trade, and I'll tell you why. So you have kind of this point where the market fell away from it, retest. Hang on, we're gonna right? have to. We can't see your mouse yet. It's okay, kicking I, in. I see that. The crosshairs. Okay, here we go. So we got this breakdown point, right? Retest, yeah. and then the market breaks down. Let me draw a line to illustrate the point here. Um, it's almost a classic supply and demand pattern uh, with the with the the drop, the base, the drop. But again, there's room for supply and demand and price behavior because again, our local lows are used as resistance. We stay closing beneath the lows. Very good price behavior. Um, and two, we can work on the inside of price and dyna- dynamically come up with a point that would suit you well. So again, all your all your points of confluence line up and even your take profit was amazing because you got a base here, you got a base here um, to get another run at the high as well. So I think it was solid low risk entry because like the market's already clearing the market's clearing space, yeah. right? It's, it's clearing space. Uh, let's just call it what it is. And you stop here, beautiful exit. Boom, boom, boom. Didn't hold it too long. And again, you took advantage of the trap, right? Because you see this, these up candles and everybody's saying, Oh my God, break out, break out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Th- think more about the emotion of traders and then think about price behavior. Right. And then it may keep you out of a silly trade like it did here, right? I don't know if you're thinking about uh, market emotion. You know, market's driven by fear and greed, right? And that's why sometimes it's good to be a contrarian, right? But a smart contrarian, because the easiest way to do it would be to go with what price behavior tells you at the moment, and it told you to short, and you had a very good exit point. Yeah, I think, I mean, that one there was done at a better time of the day. So you can see here, London Open, so... And I mentioned in the show that I did it, you know, the, the next trade I did it was at the best time of the day. So it's after London Open, not too close to it, but far enough out. And I did all the analysis. So I actually didn't do the, uh, I didn't do the inside trend line uh, thing that I'd done, showed you before. I, I uh, basically did the full analysis that I was doing, you know, back in the day when, I read the original stuff that you taught me, which was probably more ingrained than than the new mm-hmm. stuff that I was sort of jumping on. So, you know, taking your time, and it did take a bit of time to get the analysis done. And I think I've got it drawn up somewhere on a on a um, trading journal that I've got where I nice. keep a record of this sort of stuff and and what actually my thinking was for the entry, which um, maybe we can go over later. I can't remember now because it was a while ago. But um, so okay, so that was a good one. Happy with that. Let's have a look at a. Another disaster. Um, <laughs> they're not disasters; well, they're learning events. Yeah. Sorry, let's be more positive. Okay, so this one was buy. Yeah, this was the buy here. Okay, so let's just move that one. Okay, so hopefully people can see that. I'll zoom in a bit. So it was the buy here. Um, stop loss was there. You can see that it's the base of that. So let's just move that. And take profit. I don't think I had to take profit for that one. I was just going to I was just gonna see where it went, um, which was probably not a good thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, no take profit for that. So, Andre, what are your thoughts on that one? I'm noticing a theme. It's yeah. too much five-minute chart. Right. Yeah. When you are you managing this with that? So a lot of times, what I do if I'm because it looks like we've topped out, right? Because you you following. Let's see if you can see the mouse. Can you see the mouse again? Yep. Okay. Right. Remember, following bid from the dealing range webinar, price is weaker the higher it runs. Right. So we got yep. this run up, and you know the escape from the base, what I like to call it. Right. In Tokyo. This is your USD. It's relative. So this is not a strong base. There is low volume on on, on uh, major dollar pairs in, in Tokyo. So this base is probably not significant. And again, London open. So 
perfect example of the the order books opening up. Right, you get your you get your push up for liquidity. The market's nothing more than an auction. Right, you get your auction up. Suck in retail traders. Eh, let's buy. Let's buy. No, let's not buy because we're not letting liquidity settle from the open. And let's see if price behavior holds. Close beneath the low. Pull back. And a run. Right. Pay attention to. Right, because we can even extend this out to come up with this point here. Yeah. Right, and then we can expect some kind of a pullback around this stopping point here. Um, Actually, people can't see that; it's too far left. Okay, there's a there's a price level to the left, right? We yeah. expect the pullback at that price level, right? We get it. Price cycles doesn't break the low, and that's another thing too. Don't get sucked into the breakout to the low. Let the market close beneath this. If it doesn't close beneath this, expect an, another attempt at a high. And we don't know which high, right? Um, we just kind of have to watch price behavior. And another thing, too, let's see if we can come up with a point working on the inside of price. We'll connect it to that low. Mm. Actually, it's probably better right here. There we go. All right, this base right here, good touch there, good touch there, good touch there, right? And our, I'm working on the inside of price, doesn't fail us there. Price behavior, lows, lows uses resistance, and we get a push down, right? Then this low finally breaks. The theme is always going to be uh, buy low so high, and it's relative to the session, right? Because you can say, oh, this is high, but according to liquidity right now, this is high, <laughs> right? This is, this was the, the high, right? We're probably pushing for this high, but we're watching price behavior again, emotional, emotionally driven buying, right? Based off the closure of this candle by retail traders. What does it look like? It looks like it engulfed all this price action. It did, but price moves regardless of time. Price doesn't care about the five minute chart, hourly, daily, none of that. Price cares about liquidity. Um, and that's what the working on the inside of price is really good at. It's telling us the dynamics of liquidity and we get a sharp fall. So just watch, watch your basics, right? Lows uses resistance. Most recent lows, the local lows, because we can even use this point here. And it's something simple, but it dif differ it's it's it differentiates between traditional education and yeah, and you know all the bull that's out there about trading. And you get a nice fall away. Liquidity void created. Liquidity void is filled. Continuation. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. I mean, I, th I think I know what sort of happened here was I because the trade before that, the one you can see up here is was a loss and mm -hmm. the frustration kicked in and that's why i was like probably forcing something to happen at that point mm -hmm. which was only like 45 minutes or something maybe a bit longer um after that and what do you what are you what's your recommendation on that for you know when you do get that loss what do you recommend it's part of the game it's part like i'm i have a very sports-minded mentality like I'm competitive as all outdoors and <laughs> it's just part of the game. You know, even some of the great, the, the greatest sports teams, right. Never went undefeated. It's just, it's part of the game. It's part of the business. And, and it really is just a business. No business has profit every day. Right. I know from running my own business that there are some days where you're just like, ah, oh, crap, how am I going to keep the doors open? <laughs> and, and, there are other days where you're like, man, this is, this is beautiful. I'm a king, you know, but it's part of the game. Define your, define your, how many losses you want to take. For me, it's three, right? Three losses. I, I get to my strategy tester and I work out my bugs. Right. Right. And if you, if you're, you're feeling that revenge trade, get, get to a demo, get to your strategy tester. Right. Yeah. The minute you're feeling any kind of emotion, 
it's not the time to be trading. It's not. <laughs> Righty ho. That's I think um, where some of the other things that went wrong sort of fell into. That is, I mean stuff that, ironically, I've had guys ninety people tell me, and you still find it, and you find the motivation to do it, to to go ahead and <laughs> take that revenge one. Let's have a look at another one. Um, this will probably be the last. Um, so that was yeah, this was a sell on Euro JPY. So this is the one I'd been back testing on. And let's just draw it in here. Actually, so it's there. Um, yeah. So if you can, do you want to take over? That one there, I didn't. I didn't have a take a take profit or stop loss on that one. Okay. EJ is best traded on the higher time frames. Right. So let's let's find this on an hourly. Because EJ EJ has a EJ has a lot of range, a lot of range. Um, and that's just because of the illiquidity in, in it. Okay. So did you buy or short? Short. Did you profit or get stopped out? It was profit, yeah. Okay. And it's nice because you can see. I'll take over. Let me know when you can see the mouse. Yep. Got okay. it. There you go. Move it to the center. Ah, what did I do that for? Yeah, it doesn't go any further back. Okay, so it's right there. Okay. Yeah. And then I want to, I need to make this make sense. So confirmed high exhaustion. I might actually, yeah, I thinking about it, I would have done the high time frame analysis uh, on this pair at that time. And Let's so I would have had time a, frame. Everybody neglects. Yeah. Everybody neglects the 30 minute. So let's look at it. Ah. Close. Tr- trading on oh. Apple. <laughs> trading with Apple products. There you go. It's coming in. <laughs> there we go. All right. So we got, we have our, our level here. And now the price action on EJ makes makes sense and if anyone's struggling with that you need to you need to pick a time frame that makes market movements make sense uh if not don't trade it anywho so beautiful short we can tell i can't see that part of the screen you just need to move that's okay because we're going to make it make sense okay cool yeah okay and then we have Support or potential support, I should say, right there. But liquidity overrides support every single time. All right, now let's find this entry. Here we go. Okay, nice. Good exit. You exited here? Yeah. Good exit. Um, This is why it's a good exit because we, you can see demand injections. Yeah, that's what I was right looking there. for. That's what I was looking for as well. So, All right, let's work on the inside of price. Good exit, very, very good exit by the skin of your teeth. Yep. But I have one of those this week too. Yeah, <laughs> um, good trade, right? You have base here, right? I think I was actually on the one minute with this one and sort of saw it go start going against, and I was like, okay, I'm out. No, that's that's beautiful. Because you have a base here. Nice telltale sign, right? And nice exit. I think you executed beautifully. Um, the exit was beautiful too because we can clearly see demand injected up into an area where we would expect the price to pull back, right? Like we expect yeah. pullbacks, right? We, we don't expect price to go to the moon. It's a zero-sum game. It can't just move in one direction. Um, I think it's beautiful. Um, and even if we extend our, our, our 
<laughs> I got to stop trading on Apple, but I'm probably I probably won't. Well, yeah, my that's, trend lines have been going it. funny this today anyway. So it's probably it's the fun. magic mouse on Apple. It it yeah. just it just it just does what the heck it wants to do. All right, so let's extend this out. That's our connecting point there. And boom, right? Because again, you can tell you're caught with, you know, working on the inside of price, you can tell you're caught in the wrong moves until the, the until we, you know, we come up with our confluence points working on the inside of price. We had our sharp turnaround or we can call it a uh, supply level there. Breaks, retest, we confirm this as a high, at least temporary. And we can follow price behavior. So again, I think what you did was good. I think what you did was really good right here. It's probably right, very, very good. It's probably, why don't we do one more losing one? Cause I think the losing ones are probably more educational for people. Yeah, let's go <laughs> and, for and, it. And for me as well. So let's take this one, which was the, uh, yeah, we'll take, we'll take this one. Which yeah, was, I'm almost think, done. The start of the demise. Here we go. Um, right, so I think people can see that one from there to there. Yeah. Up. Okay, as a buy. Stop, okay. stop loss here. Take profit here. EJ. Yeah. So you know our theme with EJ. Let's go to the higher time frame. Yep. Actually, EJ makes perfect. This actually does make perfect sense to me. So no, we don't have to. Okay. Um, so euro versus the yen. Uh, you were looking to buy market structure. I can see now already. I can see now, which is good. <laughs> you see I it? Can see, yeah, 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 yeah. Lower right. low, right? Yeah, market structure. Yeah. And even though market market structure, can you see my mouse? Yep. Market structure can be a trap too, Cam. Um, you know, we've been talking about that too because supply and demand rules of the market, right? Right, boom, boom, right? People are not waiting, not waiting. That's the theme of patience, right? Yep. Again, candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. I wholeheartedly believe that. Engulfing candle. What's the mentality now? Yeah, set a buy. Exactly. <laughs> Somewhere but, in the vicinity. Right, but we have a confirmed high, right? We're not, we're not, we're not working that way. Let's see if we can come up with some confluence on the inside of price. It's right here. Or we can do the left shoulder on this one. Oh, same thing. <laughs> I love trading. <laughs> <laughs> we can even use this here. Measure it out. Boom. Right, because it, the market is so it's it's so it's so temperamental, <laughs> right? But then we we tame it because now even with this we're working on the inside of price, right? We're 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 on the inside, the inner workings of price. We're watching. Okay, no break here, no break here. Retest on the back end, working on the inside, and this isn't even really the inside. This is the left shoulder, which is. Always a good place to go either direction, right? Um, and then we break down. You can use the left shoulder of this to break down. Um, let's see if we can. We'll use this. And then we'll use that as our connector. Well, trend over, confirmed high. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, uh, that's that's it. That's that's why it wasn't a buy. <laughs> yeah, that right. It, 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 that, that's really it. And uh, you know, we we this this the base that they they can't see the base. Uh, I can just move the screen over. Yeah, that right. Base, the yeah. base isn't yeah. The base isn't that strong anymore, right? Because we we just keep dipping through the base, dipping through the base, dipping into the base. Right. Right. Confirms we confirm our high. And we're out. We're off to the races, right? We're 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 going to break support and resistance because support and resistance is secondary to supply and demand. We'll we'll always be 
Um, and again, working on the inside of price, we come up with the dynamic ways for uh, supply and demand. My suggestion is uh, keep working on the inside of price very methodically, because even if you extended this out beforehand, you get a good you you, you get a good test on the on, on the back end. Boom. Nice. Well, look, thank you very much for coming back on air, Andre, and giving it us. It is a- always my pleasure. Giving us a little bit of your your magician magician's touch on. Hey, I'm uh, no magician. I just had good mentors. <laughs> as as do I. As do I. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So look, if you do want to check out a bit more from Andre, actually, we did a webinar this week, so you can jump over to. Uh, well, actually, it would be last week if you're listening to this. The week it goes live, you can jump over to fifty two traders dot com forward slash Andre. And you'll get access to, oh, only for the next few days anyway, you'll get access to that webinar. We, we might see what, what else we can do. If you're a pro member, you'll be able to watch this video, um, which, to be fair, you really need to see this uh, video to, to make head nor tail of what we've just been talking about, because otherwise it's it's ridiculous. It's only $4.97. Um, and, uh, yeah, look, I wish you you and your family and friends and stuff uh a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. All Thanks, right. sir. I'm jealous that you get a warm Christmas. It is cold and windy here. Oh, it's going to get even warmer. We're just about to fly off to Brisbane. Oh, so, so lucky. It's nice. going to be um, scorching hot in the 30s. Well, 30s for, for us. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. but It's probably like in the 80s, the 70s to 80s. But, you know, it's triple digits here, so no biggie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. All right. Brilliant. Thank you, Andre. And we'll My um, pleasure. chat to you later. All right. <laughs>